if defenses win championships, who has the best defense in the Big Ten? I have the answer. Lockdown Big Ten starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. You know we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Well, defense wins championships. That's an old cliche. We're going to dive into that a little bit here. And a Big Ten coach was fired this weekend. I have some thoughts on that. And our Tuesday tweets at the end of the program, always fun. Let's see if you made the cut. I follow a lot of you out there. We'll see if we used your tweet on Tuesday tweets. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Well, many of our Locked On Big Ten viewers got into a heated debate on our YouTube channel comment section. I always encourage comments on YouTube and Twitter and whatnot. You guys take me up on it. Uh, it's great. It is great. A little argument broke out over the weekend, and it started with a Penn State fan stating that the Nittany Lions defense is by far best in the league, better than Michigan's. It was not even debatable, just better than everybody else's. And I've got a lot of respect for the Penn State defense. If you listen to this podcast, watch this podcast with any regularity, you know I'm always propping up the Penn State defense. They're amazing. Um, but are they the best? They're really good. But are they the best? I think they're great. But I do think Michigan's is a little bit better. I do think it's close. So let's discuss. Let's debate. Let's start with Penn State. Two weeks ago, they shut out Iowa, right? Uh, granted, Iowa's offense isn't all that spectacular. But to shut out a conference team, people should take notice. I think that is worthy. Last weekend, Penn State's defense had seven sacks and 12 tackles for loss against Northwestern. Again, very good, very good. Now, a critic may point out that Iowa and Northwestern are not the most potent offenses in the league, so top the brakes on all the superlatives. Okay, I get it. I hear you. Um, Michigan, on the other hand, they got the number one scoring defense in the country. They give up six points per game. Iowa State is next, not Penn State. Iowa State is next in that category at eight and a half points per game. Penn State is fourth in the country, third in the Big Ten. So I mean, it's they're all up there. And uh, and look, it's easy to forget about Ohio State. They had a week off. All right, this argument was uh, originated between Penn State and Michigan fans. Um, Ohio State had the bye week this week, and maybe they weren't top of mind for some of these people. But I'm bringing them up because I'm fair and balanced. Right, we got to talk about them all. So they come off the bye week. And before the bye week, Ohio State did hold a nationally ranked Notre Dame team to just two touchdowns on the road the week before. So no matter who you are, if you're averaging just giving up single digits per game, you are exceptional. You have an exceptional dominating defense. There's no question about it, okay? Now, 
Let's go to total defensive stats because uh, Penn State actually leads the country in that category. Penn State leads the they, um They give up 219 and a half yards per game. It's excellent. Michigan is third in the country at 231. Ohio State sixth in the country at 255. So they're all, all very good in that neighborhood. Michigan, by the way, sidebar, is the only team in the country to have less than 100 yards in defensive penalties all season. They don't hurt themselves. They don't get penalties. Their defense only averages 18 yards in penalties per game. It's phenomenal. That's like a PI and an offsides. Boom. That's it. And, and by the way, Michigan had zero penalties, offense or defense, this past weekend against Nebraska. They're very buttoned up, very well coached. Anyway, while we started off talking about Michigan, Penn State, and Ohio State here, Let's not forget that Rutgers, Maryland, Iowa, and Wisconsin all give up less than 20 points per game. And Minnesota and Nebraska have had their moments. Not as consistent, but they have had their moments defensively. I would argue that nine of the 14 Big Ten teams are pretty good or great at defense. They really are. One can make a strong argument that the Big Ten is the best defensive conference in the country. I'm making that argument. They are the best defensive conference in the country, and I don't even think it's close. There's strong data to back it up. Now, on to a bigger question, if you will. Will it matter in the playoffs that these Big Ten teams are awesome at defense? Will an elite defense shut down an elite explosive offense from, say, the Pac-12? Or the SEC. Just last season, Michigan gave up 51 points to TCU in a playoff game. Now, we have to deduct 13 points because there were two pick sixes in that game. But that's still 38 points. Uh, That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, Ohio State gave up 42 points to Georgia. That's a lot. And Michigan and Ohio State's defenses were pretty good statistically all season long. The year before. Michigan gave up 34 points to Georgia in a playoff game. But maybe great defenses just can't shut down great offenses anymore with the way people play and the way the rules are. Maybe it can't be. I don't know. This season, though, admittedly, a lot of these amazing defensive stats that I just threw at you from Michigan and Ohio State and Penn State, granted, they've come uh, in from the stats have come from games that were played against weaker non-conference opponents or even weaker conference opponents, if you want to be honest about it. But here's the good news. We'll get a much better feel for who's good on defense and and who's not um, coming up here in this next section of schedule now that we're getting close to the halfway point of the season. Saturday, for example, 5-0 Maryland travels to 4-0 Ohio State. Maryland has some pretty good defensive numbers. I mean, Talia Tongavola gets attention for you know for scoring six touchdowns in a game, and their offense is explosive, but the defense has been holding people in check too. Again, Maryland's a perfect example. Haven't played a real strong schedule. I mean, they've had Towson and Charlotte and Indiana. Now they're going to play Ohio State and find out if they're for real. Uh, two weeks from now, got Penn State taking on Ohio State. That's like the second biggest game in the Big Ten season right there. Uh, that same day. A West Division battle taking place between Minnesota and Iowa at Kinnick Stadium. That could go a long way to deciding who wins the division. And, of course, Michigan still has its battles with Penn State and Ohio State coming up on the schedule. So we're going to find out who's for real and who's not. We're going to see if these numbers continue to hold 
at uh, at amazing levels. Ultimately, we'll decide who has the best defense by battling on the field, and we'll decide at that point. It'll be decided for us. But right now, from what I've seen, I'll give you my honest opinion. I'm going to give the Michigan defense the slight edge over Penn State or anyone else. I think Michigan is the best defense in the conference right now. That doesn't mean I don't think Penn State is uh, right there. Statistically, they're right there. Ohio State, right there. They're all awesome. But if I'm going to pick one, I'm going to pick Michigan. Obviously, I will like your comments. You will agree. I know you Penn State people are going to disagree with me right now. I know it. You guys are always very good about voicing your opinion. Michigan will say, yeah, that's right. Go blue. Hit me up on Twitter at TalkBig10, number 10. Or you can hit me up with comments right here on uh, YouTube as well, if that's how you get this podcast. Your comments are always, always welcome. Um, coming up, we've had a firing in the Big Ten. And later on our Tuesday tweets, we got all that coming up right here on Locked On Big Ten. I want to tell you about game time. How many times have you been in a situation with your friends where you're like, man, let's go out to an event. Let's go to a game. Let's go to a theater. Let's go to a comedy show. All right. Uh, who's getting the tickets? Oh, I guess I have to. That's where game time comes in. And they have an app, game time app. And you can get last-minute tickets. They've got flash deals, zone deals, everything. And you can get them last second. You can even get tickets an hour after an event starts. And you might say, why would you do that? Well, I used to live in Los Angeles. People show up to a Dodger game or a Laker game well after it starts. Traffic, it happens. Anyway, game time uh, can help you out with this. And they allow you to see the view from your seat uh, when you order right there, before you order it, you can see, all right, that's a good view. I want that seat or, Hey, that's an obstructive view. Let me try somewhere else. You can do that with game time. Game time deals uh, are exist on tickets right up to the start of the event. You can find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets, for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, the whole deal with zone deals. You pick the section and the game time uh, you pick the section and game time then picks the seats uh, for an average of 18% in savings. And the game time guarantee means that you always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. See? You're good to go. Here's what you need to do. Download the game time app, okay? Create an account and use the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem. Uh, use the redeem code Lockdown College. That's L O C K E D O N C O L L E G E. Lockdown College for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So we had a firing this weekend in the Big Ten. Um, I know we spent a lot of time talking about Mel Tucker and Michigan State back in the day, but following Indiana's 44-17 loss to Maryland over the weekend, head coach Tom Allen announced that offensive coordinator Walt Bell has been fired. Quality control coach Rod Carey will take over. And Bell had been the offensive coordinator since the beginning of 2022, but Tom Allen felt like the offense needed a new direction. And Tom Allen was right. They did. They were really getting bogged down. While Bell had described his offense as run first with an option twist. Ironically, 
Indiana's best half of football this season was in the Louisville game. Remember, they fell down by 21 points. And that second half against Louisville was their best offensive performance the entire year. They racked up 250 yards. They added 14 points. Could have got the, a third touchdown as well. They were stopped at the goal line because the running game let them down again when, uh, when it was time to goal to go and try and tie the game or maybe even win the game. So that uh, kind of steamrolled into um, the next couple of weeks in this game at Maryland. It just, it just wasn't happening. So uh, both quarterbacks, Taven Jackson and Brendan Soresby have said recently, they actually prefer up-tempo offense and just letting it fly. Jackson describes it as playing free. And after the Louisville game, he said, you know, maybe we should play like we're behind all the time. So the writing was on the wall uh, even a couple of weeks ago. The writing is on the wall statistically. Indiana ranks 13th out of 14 teams in total points scored in the Big Ten. In fact, a school like Penn State has almost twice as many points as the Indiana Hoosiers this year. Now, the new coordinator, Rod, uh, Rod Carey, he even has some head coaching experience as well. He was 64-50 and 50 at Northern Illinois in 2012 to 2018. And he was at Temple from 2019 to 2021. And he's got seven bowl appearances as a head coach. While at Northern Illinois, he won two MAC championships. So a lot of good experience coming into this position. And while he was there, he actually won his fair share of games as a MAC coach against Big Ten uh, teams. And in fact, in 2015, he went into Ohio State. They only lost by seven. It was a David and Goliath thing, and they lost by a touchdown to the defending national champs who were ranked number one in the country at the time. Um, but it was a loss, but you no, know, it was, he's got his team playing competitive football on the downside. His teams, uh, from time to time were criticized for not going vertical enough to pass a game too much, uh, check down too much, throwing out the flat, that kind of thing. So their yards per pass play were a little bit on the low side in Northern Illinois. So Hoosier fans might not be happy about that. But the good news is that the Hoosiers have a bye week this week to fix everything, right? Great. Bad news is the Hoosiers' next game is at the big house versus Michigan and the number one scoring defense in the country. So you want to change things, get your offense improved, and, oh, by the way, let's now test it out against Michigan. Good luck. It's going to be tough, but probably a change that was needed. Um, I want to talk to you about Wisconsin for a minute. You know, speaking of bye weeks and also Big Ten defenses that we have discussed for the majority of this podcast here today, the Wisconsin Badgers are coming off a bye three and one, and they've got some major work they need to do with Luke Fickle and defensive coordinator Mike Tressel's defense. They're giving up chunk plays, uh, chunk plays, 10 yards or more at an alarming rate. Before Luke Fickle and Mike Tressel arrived at Madison, the Badgers were a top 20 team in this category. They just they didn't give up chunk plays. They were pretty buttoned down. This season, they're in the bottom 30 of the country. So that's something they want to fix here and probably spent some time on during the bye week trying to shore up a little bit. And, you know, what's frustrating for Badger fans, it's both the run and the pass defense. Is It's both giving up big plays. The number one problem, as far as I can see, is missed tackles. They are missing about close to a dozen tackles a game, 11 point something, almost 12 tackles per game. And they're, they're, they're missing. Runners and ball carriers are bouncing off of them and going. You got to fix that. If they do it, I mean, they got a great chance to be in the Big Ten West Championship. 
but that's as far as they'll go. They don't improve during the rest of the season on uh, on that and making the tackles. Plus, you know, we'll see. They need some improvement in their secondary and all that. But those are my thoughts on the Wisconsin defense right now. And the other team that will challenge the Badgers in the West is the Iowa Hawkeyes, who, again, despite all the complaining about Iowa, they're 4-1. And, and that's despite uh, offensive struggles and everything. And, you know, two weeks ago they lost their starting tight end, Luke Lachey, for the season. And now quarterback Cade McNamara, he went down Saturday with a leg injury against Michigan State. And Kirk Ferentz has already said that Deacon Hill will be the starting quarterback while McNamara is out, and Joe Labus will back him up. So that's the situation with the Iowa Hawkeyes. And as that develops throughout the week, we'll have the latest right here on Lockdown Big Ten. By the way, I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen every day. And I want to ask you, if you haven't yet, I want to ask you to subscribe to this channel. It's free. Doesn't give it out any information. You just if you just take a moment now while you're watching it, click down below to subscribe. That would be a personal favor. I would thank you immensely for doing that. We've grown our subscriptions from like 1,200 to 3,600 in just a couple of months since uh, I've taken over this channel. So I've been very appreciative of that, and we can keep it going. It would really help us out. So subscribe for free right now while you're just watching. It would be fantastic here on YouTube. Uh, no matter how you consume this podcast uh, please share follow and like lockdown big 10 and please tell your friends especially if you have some big 10 alums in your family or your friends let them know about us let them know we're out here there's a lot of stuff out there on the internet and podcasts and all that let them know what we do here at lockdown big 10 we would love to have the, the more the merrier also on this channel and all the other lockdown channels on fridays at 11 a.m eastern time from 11 to 1 we have our lockdown college football kickoff live show uh, it is there. I, I contribute to it as well, as many of you have probably already seen. And um, it's a pretty cool show. Just covers the whole gamut. College uh, football, getting you ready for the weekend. That's uh, Fridays, 11 to 1, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern live on this Lockdown Big Ten channel and all the other Lockdown College channels uh, throughout the network. So you don't want to miss that. All right. We've got Tuesday tweets coming up. That's always fun. Uh, I follow a lot of you on Twitter. We'll see if your tweet made the list. And hey, if you don't, try next time. Do something a little witty, a little crazy. Maybe send it to me. And I'll put it out there. So Tuesday tweets next. Uh, Lockdown Big Ten. You know, bird dogs are awesome. They got their uh, stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. And their shorts do the same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. And they fit way better than regular shorts that are made of that stiff, restricting cotton, binds up on you, wrinkles up on you, all that kind of stuff in the summertime. And these fit way better than regular shorts. And they also have the anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. You got to love that. And just the, the, uh, the cloud knit fabric they use, Put these on, they're the most comfortable shorts I've ever had, really. And But they look formal enough that you can wear them anywhere, whether it be, you know, out uh, going on a date, movies, shopping, working out, everything, anything in between. So uh, here's what you need to do, because they're great for any occasion. Uh, you go to birddogs.com slash college. Enter that promo code Lockdown College at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash Lockdown College for a free water bottle at checkout. 
And I'm telling you, you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. So we always like to do Tuesday tweets. Let's get at it. These are always fun. Are we going to have to come up with a new name for this now that Twitter is X? Something with X doesn't sound as good as Tuesday tweets, but we'll keep it Tuesday tweets for now. I'm going to put them on the screen here for those watching on the video. If you're only listening on audio, I'll describe them as best I can. I'm going to put them up here and let's go full screen. As a matter of fact, this one is from at Wolverine Chronicle. We use these a lot, but I just, just a shout out to the Wolverines. Michigan had zero penalties today. This was against uh, Nebraska. I mentioned this earlier in the podcast. I, I'm just blown away being impressed. Zero penalties for an entire game. And I, I just don't ever recall ever seeing anybody ever do that before. It's just amazing. Here is one from at Chin Loves Iowa. Uh, wait until Taylor Swift finds out who Cooper DeGene is. Of course, Cooper DeGene is uh, awesome at defense. He's an interception machine. He's a punt return machine for the Iowa Hawkeyes. And this is a this is funny, actually, a joke that uh, as soon as Taylor Swift finds out who he is, she's going to allegedly dump Travis Kelsey and go check out Cooper DeGene at all the Iowa games. I thought it was funny. thought I'd share it with you. Here is at uh, Iowa underscore Cub. I've been to likely around 100 games at Kinnick Stadium. The last 10 minutes were about as lo the loudest I have ever heard it. Absolutely deafening. This would be the Michigan State game on national television this past Saturday. It was tied uh, late 16-16 before uh, Cooper DeGene and company uh, led the way to victory for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Well, that's cool because uh, I hear – on social media, a lot of complaining about Iowa, but they're still selling out. It's still a rocking atmosphere at Kinnick, and they are four on one, and the crowd is still celebrating. Here is one from at uh, Barstool Spartans, and uh, they actually showed uh, this. This again, this is the visiting team, Spartans at Iowa, and it says this is the best tradition in all of sports, and it shows the Michigan State players. Also chiming in with the routine, uh, the tradition there at Kinnick Stadium, the end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, to turn around to the children's hospital and wave to all the kids. And here are a couple of pictures with that. And, uh, yeah, when you got the other team doing it, it is a cool tradition. It is a cool tradition. All right, here is one of SpongeBob sitting there at a coffee shop by himself, looking mopey. It is from at Ohio State football. This is Saturday without Buckeye football. Don't worry, Buckeye fan, your, your bye week is over. You are back in action against Maryland this weekend. That's a noon game on Fox, by the way. Uh, here is uh, from at Scott Doderman, uh, and it is a picture of Pat Fitzgerald on the side. This is the former Northwestern coach who just got let go with the hazing situation. He's got a press credential on at Iowa. He's walking the sideline. He's wearing black and gold. Says, I never thought I'd see Pat Fitzgerald wearing black and gold. Speculation about him looking for a job at Iowa? No. Uh, the word is, I believe, one of his sons is being recruited by Iowa to play football there. So he is there checking it out, apparently. Uh, this is from at the Big Ten Huddle Twitter account. It is a four box of Oregon, Southern Cal, UCLA, and Washington's logos. It says this season, Oregon, UCLA, USC, and Washington are a combined 19 and one. Three of the four teams are legitimate playoff contenders. Pair that with the three contenders in the Big Ten now, meaning Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. 
There is little doubt that the Big Ten will be the strongest conference in college football in 2024. Agreed. Agreed. 19 and 1. This is from at Lucy underscore Roden. She appears to be at the Iowa game wearing an Iowa hat, holding up her iPhone held sideways. that has a message. Brian, you are bad at this. There's a shot at Brian Ferentz, the offensive coordinator for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Here is one for at Michigan football. It's a nice collage picture of a celebration after a uh, after a score dominating the game from the opening drive hashtag go blue and then they were pretending to eat corn cobs because they were in Nebraska final score 45 to seven and here's a, a sad shot it is um, let's see it is that uh, web centric and it's uh, Iowa Hawkeye shot and it is a very de- dejected Cade McNamara on the back of a cart after injuring his leg. Uh, nobody wants to see that at all. It says, be well, Cade, with the strong arm emoji next to it. And we all feel that same way. Hope he gets better soon. I hope that's not a season ender for him. But anyway, that is the list of Tuesday tweets. I hope you enjoy those. Those are pretty good. Again, get creative. Send one out there. If I see it, if you follow me, I follow you. Send it to me. If you don't follow me, I'm at Talk Big Ten number 10. Feel free to uh, to check that out, and also uh, feel free to uh, check out our website at talkbig. I'm sorry, talkbig10.com. That's the number ten, talkbig10.com. That is our website where everything else is in the meantime. And uh, in addition to Twitter and the website and the comments here on YouTube, all those different ways for you to get a hold of me anytime you want. Be sure to subscribe again if you haven't a few moments ago when I asked you. If you can subscribe now, let's get our numbers up to around 4,000 and we'll just continue to grow uh, fast and furious and uh, follow this podcast on your favorite podcast app. And you get the latest episode of lockdown big 10 as soon as it becomes available each and every day. I will also invite you to check out the lockdown sports today podcast for the latest on everything else going on in sports as well. Have yourself a great day. Thanks for the visit. Can't wait to talk again tomorrow on lockdown big 10. I'm Craig Sheeman.